Hey people, welcome back to the Slight Sarcasm Podcast. I'm Celeste. I'm Amber. And we're back. Yes, it's been a nice vacation. <laughs> I'm, I'm been two months. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, we said we were going to come back in August. Um, It's not August, so we're sorry nope. about that, but... It's like uh. we're closer to <laughs> August than we could have been. Well, it's funny because so, when, when we said we were going to come back in August, I I already knew we were gonna, both going to agree like late August. Fair, <laughs> <So>. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, yeah. it feels good to be recording again. Um, we definitely mm-hmm. missed, um, well, I didn't miss having obnoxious motorcycles cut into my audio, but mm, we definitely fair. missed, uh, you know, chatting about stuff and sharing it with everyone. Um, so yeah, thanks for holding out and waiting on us and uh, it's good to be back. Yeah, thanks for still supporting us. We gained a lot of like downloads still in the past two months since we've been gone, so that's really good. Um, it seems like people enjoyed the last episode that was uploaded, I think in like July, like mid July. So yeah, um yeah, thanks for still supporting us and um, you know, we have social medias. Granted, I haven't updated the social media in like a little bit, but you know, we have social medias, so like follow us. They're always in the <laughs> show notes. Uh yeah, and you know, we yeah, like Amber said, glad to be back. Um not used to recording again. <laughs> Need yeah. to get back into the swing of that. Um, but yeah like oh man I'm like I don't know why I'm like so tired in general like my body is tired I don't know if I just didn't get enough sleep last night even though I'm pretty sure I went to bed at like 9 30 10 o'clock but I don't know I'm just like exhausted I don't know why yeah it's Labor Day um and (laughs) this was supposed to be like a rejuvenating weekend I think for us both because we've yeah a lot but yeah, I don't feel rested at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually took the rest of the week off. So I Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. I've been off since like Friday pretty much. Um, so yeah, we'll see how the rest of the week goes. But yeah, I'm pretty goddamn tired. Yeah, it's mm. not been rejuvenating at all. And so but also like I hadn't taken any time off since March. In March I took a full week off as well. And um, that was great. And so, like, shifting around, sorry. Um, yeah, and so now I'm, like, was really excited about this, but also, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's been okay so far. Like, it's only, it's been, it's, like, day three or whatever. So, yeah, I'm going to go visit my brother. That's really exciting. Oh, good. He needs stuff. He wanted me to come <laughs> today. yeah um he wanted me to come today and i was like i love you but i am not driving on 95 on a holiday absolutely the fuck not (laughs) so (laughs) i was like um you got any other days that you're free (laughs) um and so i'm gonna go on the week next weekend and um yeah take him out to lunch and yeah, he needs some stuff, so or he wanted some stuff, so I'll get him some stuff. And, yeah, her brother is yeah. getting situated 
at college. So yeah, he's a freshman he's in, in college. I know, so cute. He's in that Such stage though that I'm sure a lot of you can relate with, where you're finally on your own, and then you have this like, oh shit, like I actually mm-hmm. <laughs> need more than I thought I did. Like, you yeah, know, you're just itching to get out so bad, and then you know the reality sets in at like week two or three. <laughs> we yeah. realize you, you know, you have a lot of stuff missing, like you know, dorm stuff yeah. and. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it makes sense, though. Like, you've never adulted in your life. This is, like, your first time doing that, so... And also, you're gonna... Like, yeah. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I was like, you're just gonna think of things that you're like, oh, I didn't even realize that's, like, something I actually, like, tangibly need, like... Yeah. Yeah. But also, I think you're doing a good thing, too, because I'm sure he's also in that point where he's maybe, like, tired of the um, campus food. So you're like, oh, I'm gonna take him mm, yeah. out to eat. Like, if if that was me, I'd be like, oh, Fuck yeah, somebody's gonna yeah. get me off the campus and take yeah. me somewhere where I don't have to pay for it, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I um as much as mm, as much as I did not like my parents visiting me when I was in college, I really liked that they took me out to food every time <laughs> that they yeah. visited me. Cause I had to pay for shit. It was like I'm a free to- meal. I would, like, work my day around that free meal because I knew they were coming. <laughs> and I'd, like, get enough food that I would, like, have to have leftovers. <laughs> yeah. For me, it was always yeah. the, um, for me, it was always to, like, set you right grocery shop trip before they leave. Mm. Like, the last thing they would do before they left would, you know, take you, you to take you grocery shopping. And I would, my list would be so freaking long, dude. Like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, I need all the non-perishable snacks that I can, like, hide mm-hmm. under my bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That is actually really nice. My um parents did not do that for me. So, oh. But, um, but it's good that yeah. they visited. I don't think my parents visited me more than two or three times, but... Yeah, they only... Same. My parents parents only visited me for, like, my birthday. I, that's crazy. Or, like, like, y'all, I'm two hours away from you. Like, what? It, what do you have going on? Yes, that you can't come see me. Your beloved middle child is requesting your appearance and your presence. Yeah, well, I didn't never ask my parents. Well, uh mm. (laughs) no, I never asked. But (laughs) But, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I would. I would ask my mom, but my dad, no. I'm be like, oh, he's coming. All right. (laughs) 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 Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, so. yeah, um, I'm excited to like see him. I'm gonna try yeah. to like visit him more, and um, he's also on the track team, so I'm gonna try to go to his meets. They start, he said, in January, so I'm gonna Ooh. try to like. I never went to his meets in like high school just because, you know, I was having my own shit, going through my own shit, and like mm-hmm. uh and stuff, and like I want to like try. I'm we live, I mean, he's like an hour and a half two hours north of me now instead of yeah, like, like two, two hours. hours south of me so like it's still the same distance but like um yeah i'm gonna try to go to like his meets and stuff like that and like you know cheer him on and stuff That'd like that good. and i have a friend who did track in high school who would like if she's around i would totally like bring her and stuff and like you know just support him and in ways that I can now versus like back then. Yeah, so absolutely. yeah, I'm really excited to do that. And, and, and yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man, this summer has been crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's all I have to say about this summer. 
Well, on on a similar note, um, kind of getting into what we wanted to talk about today, uh, mm-hmm. Celeste and I decided that we wanted to just kind of talk about like current events, um, you know, our thoughts on some things that are more or less trending, if you will, or just, you know, present in the news right now. Um, but I did have one thing I wanted to interject on that same note of college, and I thought mm-hmm. it was pretty interesting. I want to know your thoughts on this, but um, because I haven't, the only real time I've been following, like, what's going on with this, the colleges and stuff, um, you know, now that kids are actually back on campus in person, and they've got all these new, um, you know, rules and things in effect, um, you know, because of COVID, I haven't mm-hmm. really been following too much apart from what I see on TikTok of like freshmen, you know, just getting acclimated or leaving, you know, there's a lot of kids deciding college isn't for them and they're posting about it on TikTok when they're leaving like a mm-hmm. week later. But I saw there's a school in Virginia, um, you know, if you're from Virginia, you definitely know uh, Virginia Tech. Um, it's down in down mm-hmm. the mountains in like Southwest Virginia, but it's a really, really popular state school, very, very good school. But I saw this video earlier this week of uh one of, i guess maybe one of their first football games of the season absolutely packed stadium it looked like every single spot in that stadium was full and it was just a sea of orange and rune and you know people cheering and obviously excited for the game but what the post that i saw it was on reddit the post i saw was like covid bowl 2021 because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just it just looked insane and so I was like, oh, God, like, you know, initially I'm like, oh, damn, that's like not good at all. But then I was reading through the comments and people, you know, as usual, are always arguing about something in the comments. But someone mentioned that um, tech is one of the schools that has required a vaccination. And if you are not vaccinated, you cannot attend. So I thought that was really interesting. And I don't know if that's necessarily true i wish i had done a little more research before i brought it up but i'm just wondering mm-hmm. what you think about about that like about people you know you you get your college acceptance all this stuff like what if your parents don't want you to get vaccinated but your school mm. is saying you have to be vaccinated or you can't attend this year like i i think that's just really interesting yeah yeah well i mean legally you're 18 so you can do whatever you want so i'm pretty most, sure most there's vaccination yeah, so, like, I, yeah, I'd probably say probably majority of the students are over 18, like, traditionally, at least. Well, yeah, like, um, 17 going into 18, at least, but... Yeah, so, like, I think that, um... Yeah, also, I've seen that, like, even, like, with my brother, um, he had to get vaccinated before he went off to his school. He doesn't go to tech, mm-hmm. but, um... So I feel like, and I've heard it before that like it's becoming like pretty common, or it is pretty common that like schools, if you're you're trying to live on campus, um, yeah, or right. do any activities on campus, you have to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do like that. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I think also like yeah. What am I trying to say? Um, I also saw that, like, there are some schools that have vaccination centers on campus. So you can get vaccinated on campus. Like, you go to, like, student health or something like that. So Mm -hmm. if, like, your parents are like, "Um, I'm not getting you vaccinated, da-da-da-da-da, I'm pretty sure, like, hopefully you can contact your 
um office you're like you're like dorm supervisor or whomever that like handles dorm stuff or like university stuff and be like hey like my parents aren't allowing me to go get the vaccine I'm gonna be in the dorms is it possible for me to like like what can I do like can I like when my parents leave go straight to student health and like get a vaccine and like maybe hopefully like try to quarantine or stuff for like Mm -hmm. like a few days or something like that I feel like that needs to like that's something that like you'd have to figure out unfortunately on your own because like yeah that really sucks that really really does suck like and yeah like I I cannot imagine how hard it is to be in college or being a young adult like 20 like 18 to like 22 right now like I can't imagine what it's like I thought it was hard back then and that wasn't that long ago (laughs) like we're Mm -hmm. 27 and like I thought it was hard back when we were that age but like I can't imagine what it's like now like in the middle of a pandemic when like you know the internet is so much more prevalent now than it was even like five years ago and just like dealing with like you know the shit that like you know people have a lot of discourse on like tiktok and and reddit and like all these other places and just trying to take in all that information trying to like figure out like your own shit and how to become an adult and how to be an adult yeah and then also like trying to satisfy like your family and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and all their like conflicting bullshit like exactly exactly well at the same time you know i i've this is what i've been seeing a lot of on tiktok and it's to be expected especially at this point in time there are a lot of kids complaining about their roommates and not necessarily Mm. because they don't oh oh, we don't get along we you know they don't like me in their space whatever but just like a, a lot more concerning stuff like um you know like i've seen people hang a black lives matter flag and then a day or two later someone has a freaking rebel flag hanging across the room from them Mm -hmm. or something or you know there's like an lgbtq flag and then you know their roommate takes it down while they're away at class or something like Mm -hmm. that that stuff is stress i mean stress level 1000 Mm -hmm. i could never function with someone who has like a difference of opinion that serious to me like if it's Mm -hmm. you know like pro black Mm -hmm. versus you know racist right or mm-hmm. <laughs> right or you know homophobic or something like that like i could never oh man i i can't even imagine what some of these kids are going through because that's like when your identity comes into question because the person you share space with like intimately mm-hmm. share space with mm-hmm. doesn't agree yeah. with what you stand for that i mean even on both sides even even if you're thinking of it from the point of view of the homophobic or the racist person, right? That's stressful as fuck. And hopefully most of these kids are taking a second to at least talk about it and not just, you know, just say, Oh fuck that dude. I'm I'm moving out. Right. Mm -hmm. Like at least take a second to talk about it because you might be able to sway that person to open up their mind a little bit more right i'm saying like you know if it's like a situation where someone's like they grew up racist right 
a, a, a lot of what we're seeing is that these kids were just taught that and they've lived around it and that's just all they know is just to be hateful or discriminatory like that. But maybe if you, you know, because you're in their space and you, you are supposed to have like a closer relationship because you live together, like maybe it's a great opportunity to slowly introduce them to stuff that would make them open up and, and, and not be that person any longer because like that's like a huge theme in college overall, apart from getting your education, of course, is like personal growth and development, right? So, you know, I I, I feel for the kids who are, who are like, fuck this, I'm moving out like day one, you know, they, they know mm-hmm. for sure, like, it's not going to work. But like, I really hope they at least tell their roommate why they've come to the point where they need, they feel like they need to leave. Because maybe that becomes a reality check for that hateful roommate you know maybe they say well i can't function like this anymore because i'm not in my hometown where everybody thinks the same you know or or you know i can't i have this mandatory class that's gonna force me to learn about this stuff anyway like i can't get around that anyway right like i need to just take a second and consider other people for a change and not be so fucking close-minded but anyways that's my hope for that but yeah i i don't know i think the whole college and covid dynamic is very interesting and tiktok Mm -hmm. is uh giving me kind of a front row seat (laughs) so it's it's been yeah interesting yeah i don't know i will say i don't know (laughs) i uh, i i i guess uh, maybe a couple things um one I always come back to someone said this and I love this and I will constantly say it. It's not the job of the person who's marginalized to show, to tell and teach people who are bigots and racist and homophobic and all of these isms about themselves. Like it's not not their job like to do any of that. So if you are a marginalized person and you have a roommate who is, you know, got a goddamn Confederate flag in your room and like a Blue Lives Matter flag, then and it and that makes you uncomfortable, get the fuck out. Just get out. Because no, I there totally, is I totally agree. Yeah, like there is no I if you want to confront them and be like, hey, like I'm over here with my little LGBTQ flag and like you're over there with your and Black Lives Matter flag and you're clearly opposing me like you're you went out of your way to oppose me right mm-hmm. like then you know like that makes me uncomfortable blah 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 and whatever and if you if you feel like having a conversation with them about it and you feel like you're not getting anywhere then don't then right. then don't try not if you can, I know it's not always within our control, but if you can get out of that situation, like, and, and don't... that's what I, yeah, yeah, that's what I was so, saying. Like, I'm not saying force yourself to talk to them, don't fucking do that. I'm saying at least take a second, like, take a breath and let them know why you are getting the hell out of there because maybe they're totally unaware. It, it's totally possible that that's a wake-up call for them but it's definitely not your position or not your job and it's it's sometimes it's a huge waste of time and energy 
to try to talk to someone about it. If they don't want to hear you, they don't want to hear you. But I'd say the least you could do, you know, in that situation is let them know straight up, be like, look, I'm not going to live with a racist. Like, you want to do all this stuff? I'm not comfortable with that. Bye. You know? So, I don't know. That's all I'm saying. Like, don't put yourself in a crazy situation. Obviously, if it's, if you feel endangered, that's a totally different situation. That's when you leave and you don't say shit. You just get the fuck out, right? But, you know, if you can help it, maybe drop a word yeah, or two. That's fair. I also will say we went to a we yeah kind of went to a more diverse school it was very diverse like there there were definitely pocket pockets of like people who are racist because i mean we live in well we went to a school in virginia so there's that Mm -hmm. um and outside of like the city limits of our school was like racism <laughs> like so it's very, i mean it's like, rural surrounding yeah the, the surrounding area can be very yeah rural. so it's not surprising um so there are definitely pockets of like especially like the really white like greek orgs and stuff like that especially the oh yeah the male the ones yeah. yeah the frats i was like what are the male ones called <laughs> um yeah those were like very um it's yeah it's giving young republican bullshit it so was, yeah it was interesting because in any of those frats you could always tell like there was like a, almost like a token a token brown token person, black guy yeah or a token brown black guy. Yeah, or yeah yeah always a token person of color whether mm-hmm. they're indian or asian, token, token asian or person, black right, exactly. yeah yeah you would see like 20 white dudes and then like three or four non-white people <laughs> mm-hmm. just, yeah so sad. yeah so who were just as racist as like or probably even more racist than Could their be. white counterparts so yeah that's a different story though yeah, but yeah, but it was I don't well gr- I would like to say a smaller percentage, but also like I was my view of everything is like skewed because I was in the engineering school, so I only hung around like those people and those people were pretty racist. So mm-hmm. they like to think that they're not, but they are. Um so there's also that. But yeah, like our school um was a I feel like was a bit more diverse comparatively to a lot of other state schools. Yeah. So so our view is a little bit different, but um cuz like I will what was I don't know, there was some app where people would like confess like yik yak. Oh, I was on there. Not yik yak, it was after no. yik yak. Oh, it was shit. after yik yak. Uh, there was this other like maybe it was just on Instagram and they would have like these um school confessional instagram accounts like i think ucla had one Mm -hmm. and people would anonymously like tell like you know submit stories and they would post them on their instagram account this was like a few years ago um and people would talk about like the racism that was going on at like ucla and like a lot of other pwis um and explain what a pwi is oh a pwi is a predominantly white institution so any school that's not an hbcu um so 
Yeah, and, like, in reading a lot of those stories, I was like, wow, like, it is so overt, like, how bad the racism is. So even in, you know, our own, like, stories and viewpoints, like, the school that we went to was probably a lot worse than what we actually thought it was. So mm-hmm. as much as, like, they touted diversity and stuff like that, and and for the most part, I, f- I don't know. I feel I feel like for the most part it like wasn't a huge like it was okay to like be yourself on campus but I do think in pockets of like certain groups um it wasn't because even like I had friends who came out later on in life because they were because like the people yeah yeah our organization was homophobic and racist granted like i was a black person there but i almost didn't get into this organization because i was a black girl who had an attitude i'm using air quotes um, oh, and yeah. like all this and it was like a huge like drama dawn thing that happened and like i didn't even know it was a whole thing that happened until i got in Mm. And, like, my, like, no one told me until, like, one day, like, um, someone was, like, talking about, like, all the drama that they had seen throughout their, like, years in the organization. And they were, like, oh, yeah, and then, like, you know, what happened, like, last semester. And I was, like, what happened last semester? And they were, yeah. like, yeah, like, you, like, he's, like, yeah, you, they were, like, people didn't like you. And I was, like, wait, what? Damn. Like, I didn't, like, even realize that. I was like, well, if people didn't like me, then why the fuck am I here? <laughs> like, right. and it's just, like, crazy, like, Ugh. bullshit like that, right? Like, so, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, like, it's hard. Like, I guess all in all, what I'm saying is that, like, yeah, like, and what we're both saying is, you know, like, if you truly just don't feel comfortable, then leave, 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 leave. Mm-hmm. Like, just... If you if you can, I know there are times when like you legitimately can't leave. Um, you know, like I've had stories where like I've been in bad like roommate experiences and I couldn't leave for whatever shitty bureaucratic oh, yeah. reason. But um, yeah, so like it's annoying to have to like tough shit like that out. Hopefully, you can. F- if you can't leave, try to find like a support system in which you can like just hang out with. Um, or just be around those people maybe like you can excuse me do like sleepovers and stuff like that at like other people's dorms um that way or if someone else has like if someone is like living off campus maybe they have a couch that you can crash on until your time is up or whatever or you can like move out or whatever but like yeah there those are some ways around it i'm pretty sure there might be more that other people that you can like research but yeah never it's hard to be in that kind of situation when you're super young and you just don't know what to do and I don't blame anyone for like going back home and being like fuck this or like Mm -hmm. deciding like you know what I'm just gonna go to community college and like tough it out or whatever somewhere else but yeah sometimes the college experience especially if you're going to a PWI from what I've heard from other people is not what it's all cracked up to be so 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 yeah yeah i feel for literally everyone who's entering or is in college right now like it's rough it's really Mm -hmm. really rough yeah yeah 
Well, I think we've uh, <laughs> beat that topic to a pulp. Um, yes. <laughs> I did not mean to commandeer the conversation with that. I just thought oh, the no, 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 thing no. was interesting. But no, well, you're we do good. Have some other stuff. Oh, okay. Well, we do have some other stuff um, we want yeah. to talk about. So I'll let Celeste pick <laughs> which one she wants to talk about next. Um... So, yeah, a lot. I feel like a lot of stuff has happened within the past month. Um, so, like, I guess the next thing I wanted to talk about was, like, the OnlyFans situation. If you don't know, yeah, like, a few months, like, I think a month ago or a few weeks ago or something like that, OnlyFans announced that they were going to um, enact a policy in October saying that they weren't going to allow any more sexual content on their platform, which is, like, literally insane because their content, because their platform was built upon the backs of sex workers. And they were like, yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. And and literally everybody was like, what the actual fuck? Because once again, sex workers get disrespected by literally everyone. I would highly recommend if you don't know how hard it is to be a sex worker at in this country at least, I would highly recommend looking it up. Like sex workers, I think have it like one of like the worst times like working in this country. Like they can't like they can't get denied for literally Yeah anything literally anything because they're sex workers like they're i've seen sex worker sex workers talk about how their brick and mortar bank um accounts get canceled because their bank found out that they're a sex worker i've heard about like their venmos getting canceled because um venmo found out they were sex workers i have found out i've learned that um what else um getting kicked out of your apartment um because you're a sex worker um just like it's extremely for an apartment yeah getting denied for an apartment get like a job background getting denied for loans like if you if you anything that has to yeah like you're saying anything that has to do with like a background um, check if you're not getting a 1099 or a w-2 it is extremely hard to get anything in this country mm-hmm. extremely extremely hard so yeah um in a lot of these girl there are a lot of these girls that are making money like they're making like thousands of dollars a week and it's not yeah, like they can't men, pay men for shit too, mm-hmm. yeah men and women there's a, yeah there's a, I think only the reason why one of the reasons why OnlyFans is super popular is because it's so I've seen a lot of this where it's like people on YouTube wanting to have another dimension to their content that's obviously mm-hmm. more mature. So, you know, it's not all like you know porn and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. It, could, it could be just adult content in general but a lot of it is you know i'd I'd say a good majority of what's the content on that site is um sexual content but you know i I think it's just uh it appealed to so many people because you could take your same fan base and say okay for those of you that are interested in the other side of things refer here right Mm -hmm. or or you know people um you know maybe they use a other platform previously and they wanted something more 
secure and more, um, you know, stable like a large site like OnlyFans. But yeah, for them to then say, okay, we're not going to do that anymore. First of all, my question is why? Because <laughs> that's your yeah, main client money. base. Yeah, money. Your, they your want money customer. from brands. Well, yeah, your main customer and client base, though, is mainly only on that site for the, that yeah. type of content. So, you know, I think it's funny. Um, I think it was like four weeks later after they announced that, they said, okay, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> so, no, I think it was like literally like a week later. Yeah. Like oh, they changed okay. their tune super fast. And I was just like, yeah. how. But also, I think it, like, I was, someone was, like, talking, like, someone, like, posted on Instagram, and I was, like, I'm interested to see how this develops, and, like, I'm interested to see, like, you know, the people who actually will go out and do the research on, like, all of this when all that information comes out, and, like, how much money were they gonna lose to the point where they were, like, you know what, never mind. I'm sure because, there is somebody crunched the numbers and was like, oh, fuck. Okay, never mind. Yes. <laughs> because it couldn't just be, like, all, like, the internet was upset. They don't care about what, about us. Like, they don't care. It had to be a money thing because, but also, why would you enact something like that and then, and not know how much money you're going to lose? Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you just realize the repercussions of something like that on a site as influential as OnlyFans? Yeah, like you're on in songs, and you don't have to pay to be in songs. Like Beyonce, like rapped about you. That's like how, like how are you? Like this is your whole. By the way, (laughs) sorry. Oh, that was yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, it was like day before. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're uh, right though it's a hot ass mess that i'm interested definitely to see like that's that's like if pornhub said they were only going to show or um sponsor one or two types of uh categories of content yeah because i mean the reason why people go to pornhub is because you can get something for everyone like there's literally mm-hmm. <laughs> any sort of like exploratory type of yeah category is represented on that site so it's like as that would be i think like almost as controversial <laughs> yeah if not so more. yeah yeah so i don't i don't know like yeah that was really dumb of them i don't know we'll see <laughs> i i don't know part of me thinks that they'll just slowly enact certain changes that will take away a lot of the more explicit sexual acts um so maybe you could only do like topless stuff or maybe i don't know whatever but yeah i feel like that will probably be the way that they go because they're trying to become quote-unquote legit they're trying to get like actual branding because to be I don't know. I don't understand, which I don't understand because I feel like in some people's minds, like, and especially in those people's minds, when do you have brand recognition, it's more stable, but also like, I feel like regardless of a recession or like 
the worst comes to worst, like, I feel like the porn industrial complex is going to still be, like, a thing. People still want to watch porn and to see sex and stuff like that. Like, regardless of what's going on in the world, yeah, it's like alcohol. Like, people are still going to buy alcohol irregardless of whatever's going on in the world. No matter how poor they are, they're still going to buy alcohol. So, not poor, but... Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) This brings up a good point, though, because what you were saying was like, I think they'll slowly start to, you know, change things up anyway. Mm -hmm. But from a business standpoint, that gives their direct competitors a great opportunity. This news was amazing for their competitors because now their competitors can say, well, we would never do that. Mm -hmm. We want you here. Let's give you even more freedom on our site yeah. if you join us right so i have exactly a feeling, i have a feeling soon we'll see another name come up um on the same level as only fans and people will kind of have to choose between the two or not have to choose but like i think a lot of the, yeah. the creators on only fans will say like okay well maybe i should hop over here instead or or do both or whatever and i think i think we'll see the rise of some competition from them that are doing yeah. the exact same thing but just better right yeah i would love i thought about this and i was like i would love there's another site that i really like um that's more like woman friendly and like more woman pleasure friendly is um belessa.co um they did they i think they like did a partnership with cardi b because she was talking about their sex toys for a while um but they also have videos and they have like um erotic stories and things like that and i think it's run by women uh so Mm -hmm. i i would love for them to kind of get in because they also have been doing their own like um films oh they did a film with young ma like young ma directed like uh like a a film for them or with them or whatever um i'm pretty sure it's on pornhub as well but uh <laughs> yeah i oh no or maybe she did it with pornhub i don't remember maybe i probably got that wrong never mind um but yeah like they but they but melissa does have um their own like filming like they film their own videos and stuff like that with like um with actors and stuff like that so i would love for them to like hop in the game and be like yeah let's um and they have like a page subscription stuff and things like that and like yeah i would love for them to hop in and be like hey we want to like get some creators on our platform and like do their put their their content on there because there's so many other like i've seen so many other like I don't know if they're, I don't know what the lingo is, but I don't want to say like amateur, but like the girls that are on OnlyFans, some of them also have like films and videos on other sites as well. And um, like doing like the same stuff. So yeah, I'm here for, I'm here for creators diversifying. 
especially mm-hmm. sex workers because you, you can't trust to. any of these companies I, absolutely because sex work yeah, is so to. undervalued and seen as you know all of these negative things and it's 100 percent not because y'all will pay for it but y'all don't want to but y'all want to pretend like it's not a th- real thing and it 100 percent is like it's a hot ass mess but yeah yeah so that was like the only fan stuff that happened and Mm-hmm. yeah oh man um what else oh my god okay i really want to talk about the showering thing because oh i feel like we have been talking about white people not being clean for like 50 11 million years like i am so I mean... sick and tired of talking <laughs> about how white people don't clean themselves and it's not like we have never known the problem is is that they keep talking about it on the internet to us and i am really because a couple years ago it was like they don't wash their legs and then we found out that they believe that the pool doesn't clean that the pool cleans them stop stop oh my god the chlorine wait 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 before we get into this yes okay this is about the rant here (laughs) i will preface and say we are not trying to generalize all white people as being dirty. Oh yeah, or of course. Unclean. If I, you're offended by that, will, you're part of the problem. But, no, but yeah, no, here here's the thing though. <laughs> here's the thing though. I think some sometimes, like especially like white celebrities, they make a point to tell you that they're alternative, and or whatever they want to call it, they're alternative or they're uh, doing sustainable practices and blah blah. That does not mean you 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 shouldn't wash your children like yeah that to me is uh, this is why this is why lice is a problem mm-hmm. in, in schools with young kids because their parents are not washing their hair regularly and then they spread mm-hmm. that shit everywhere and it's like so anyway what i'm saying is we're not trying to rope every single person there obviously there's yeah plenty of people who have free hygiene and that's not the issue but there are people who tend to like it's almost like they're promoting not bathing mm-hmm. and that's that's the problem we have it's like that it's so just nonchalant like whatever to certain people and i think that's unacceptable yeah um so if you don't know ashton kutcher and Mila Kunis we're talking on I think Dak Shepard and his other person's co-host whatever whoever his co-host is um on their like podcast I know right (laughs) about like they were talking I don't know what they were talking about but they um yeah Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis were talking about how like they don't um like wash themselves or they're children um it they just do like a smell test like if you smell bad then you like shower and stuff like that which okay cool and then a lot of other celebrities came out talking about how they don't wash their children they also do smell tests like Kristen bell was one of them and i was like god damn it Kristen Mm. bell really (sighs) can't trust any white celebrity but then and then um uh who's the other one Oh, God. The one that played, that was in that, that S- Spider-Man movie. Not Ryan Gosling or Reynolds. What's the other one? Huh? No, maybe it's not a Ryan. 
The one that was in um Brokeback Mountain. The second Spider-Man. The one that was in Brokeback Mountain I with Heath Ledger. With Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Man, Gyllenhaal all those white people Spider-Man. look the same. Oh my god, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's thinking Tobey Maguire looks like Jake Gyllenhaal. No, the second Spider-Man movie. The, like the Garfield? Marvel one. No, the third, oh, the one oh, with oh, Tom oh, Holland. Oh. Yeah, what? there's so many Spider-Man no. movies. Oh sorry. God, okay, all right. I'm, Jake anyway, Gyllenhaal. I'm Hold up. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal was the other one who was like, "Yeah, I don't shower," and I was like, "No wonder you look so greasy." Because why? I was like, literally. But then fourth fourth search result on Google, I said celebs that don't says celebs that don't drink, celebs that don't age. Celebs that don't wear makeup, celebs that don't watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the list right here as of August 13th. Oh my god, bro. Come on. August I'm 13th, seeing some names damn. that are going to piss me off. Go, do it. Mila Kunis, yes. Mila Kunis Ashton Kutcher, Dax Shepard, and Kristen Bell, but it was, mm-hmm. they're married. So, of course, yeah. they were like, oh yeah, cool, man. Jake Gyllenhaal, sad. Coco Austin, I don't know who. Oh, I see his wife. Okay, girl. Uh, Brad Pitt, wow. Charlize Theron, okay. Uh, uh, I, I can't, man. They've got quotes from all these people, too, which I think is pretty interesting. Oh, this is an LA mag link. So, if you want to hear about any of these, I can read a little snippet from each one. No, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't care. They're just nasty. Yeah, the, them being on the list is all I need to know. Yeah. I just, so, well, I was also... <laughs> I was also watching um, Mina Lee. I think that's her name. She's a YouTuber and she does like a lot of fashion analysis and fashion history YouTube um, content. And she did a um, she did a video on like the whole showering situation. And I found it so interesting because she talks about like the history of showering. Go ahead. Because you're like cracking up. Celeste and I are on FaceTime, by the way, so she can see my reaction. I just, first of all, I have to apologize because Jake Gyllenhaal is in the new Spider-Man. I haven't seen him yet, but mm, I haven't I seen. That that's one, why I was like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is she talking about, Jake Gyllenhaal? For <laughs> I'm sorry, you were right. Secondly, this is his quote, and this is why I was like, oh my god, he went. <laughs> so it said, when asked, okay, he had a Vanity Fair interview recently. When asked about his shower routine, the Spider-Man Far From Home actor said, and quote, more and more, I find bathing to be less necessary. So you telling me you are over the age of 40 and you don't wash your balls anymore? Like, what is that? Oh, I'm sorry. Here's another quote here. He also added, but I do also think that there is a whole world of not bathing that is also really helpful for skin maintenance, and we naturally clean ourselves. How, how are you naturally cleaning yourself? You waiting We're for the rain? We're not cats. Are you waiting for the rain, and you just step out into the rain, and that's what you mean by naturally cleaning your? How else are you cleaning yourself? The only parts of your body that actually clean yourself are literally inside of you. A vagina. Your ears clean. Yes, and your ears. Your ears clean themselves, but that's inside. And you know what? Maybe Jake Gyllenhaal has a vagina. We don't know, and I don't discriminate. But maybe that's what he was talking about. I have no idea. Because there is that is that is the only thing that makes sense to me. 
Uh, Shirley's Theron. I'm sorry, I have to read some of these quotes because I, I don't understand how anyone could say this out loud and think this is okay. Shirley's Theron, this was like way back from 2008, but she says she would be fine with going a week without a shower. I'm very spoiled and I don't take for granted how lucky I am to stay in fancy hotels and fly first class, she said. So when I do have a little time off, I like to get down and dirty by camping or traveling to countries that don't have the luxuries. She also added, there is a time and place for everything and sometimes there's a time for not showering. That I understand. If you have more pressing things to do, like save your own life and survive, no, you're not gonna take a shower. But what, I don't know what the fuck she's trying, what point she's trying to make by saying she stays in fancy hotels and she flies luxury, first class, whatever. So that means you don't need to wash yourself. You're just gonna roll around in some fancy hotel hotel sheets and get your nastiness on everything. That makes yeah. no sense. Also, to me. it doesn't make you a better person because you're rich and you decide that you are gonna go camping in places that don't have electricity so you don't have to shower. Like the mental gymnastics people take to come up with their shitty ass reasoning is exhausting like i just yeah that is uh, yeah but also go ahead because <laughs> you made a face no it's just ashton kutcher being a goofy white man he said yeah, of here's course. the thing if you see dirt on them i think he's talking about their kids if you see dirt on them clean them yeah. otherwise there's no point so how fil- so that means that your children have to be filthy because yeah, I- when i because i every time recently every time i've been taking a shower i would like look down and look at the suds and this and i take a shower once a day I'm not someone who takes a shower twice a day just because I don't feel like it. And I'm usually home. So I take a shower once a day, which clearly is more than some people. And even me not doing anything, I'm like, um, you know, I'm taking my shower or whatever and scrubbing and stuff. And it's brown. The water is brown. Because of dead skin cells and sweat and like you using the bathroom. Yes. In just one day. Yeah. In just one day, there's so much dirt that's coming <sighs> off of me. So, in one day, that is that much dirt is coming off of me and you can't see it. Can you imagine how long you haven't showered where you can see the dirt on your yes. child? That is absolutely disgusting. That's crazy. So, we have to pause here though because we have to play devil's advocate and also The devil the already has enough. No, no, no. No, think advocate. about it. We have uh, no, I'm not. You'll, you'll get what I'm saying in a second. But, like, we have to mention the other very prevalent point is not everyone has the luxury of being able to bathe daily, right? Yes. But, but right, hold on. But hear me out, right? So, Mila Kunis, in the same interview, I guess, she says, well, it says, the article from LA Mag says, Kunis, who said she didn't have hot water growing up, so she rarely took showers, added, when I had children, I also didn't wash them every day. I wasn't that parent that bathed my newborns ever. That's, this is the difference. Growing up, she did not have the luxury to be able to have a hot shower. So that was just what happened. Like, they just couldn't 
do that, right? Totally understand that. There's a lot of people in that situation, and I understand if you can't get a hot shower every day or a hot bath or whatever. But this lady is a millionaire now, and she's telling me she still doesn't watch her children. Like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. You have to also, if, also, if you're, if you're not showering every day, I'm sorry, I just have to say, if go ahead, because this is the other thing, this ties into what, um, sorry, somebody else was saying, give me a second. I think Kristen Bell said it. Yeah. Kristen Bell said this. We don't have a ton of water. I guess they live somewhere. Um, well, they live in California, but maybe they live somewhere where water isn't as easily accessible. Mm-hmm. It says, we don't have a ton of water. So when I shower, I'll grab the girls and push them in there with me to save, uh, to use the same shower water. Get that. I totally get that. But if you're, if you're, if you have the luxury of taking a shower and you're not taking a shower, what are you, what are you doing to make a difference actually? Mm-hmm. Like if, if you're so like, if you want to be like an advocate for, for all this stuff, like you need to do something about it. Like just not showering is not going to save the planet. Or, I, I just, I don't get it. It's not, it's not, it's not because they want, it's not because they care or about like saving the planet or anything like that. Like, it's not about that. Those excuses are bullshit. It's because it's a personality. It's their personality. They want to be different. They want to be special. They want to be, they want people to like talk about them or anything like that because they're non-existent. Like, I... It's it's a personality trait for them to like not shower and that's fucked up. But push pushing away from Chris and Bell saying, Oh, we just save water a lot and going back to Mila Kunis who's saying, I grew up not having the luxury of enjoying a hot shower or bath every, you know, every day, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're in the position where you totally can do that and you're still saying you don't like you see no point. Why don't you take that that money that you're saving or whatever you think you're saving? And provide hot water for five families in the city yeah. that don't have that don't have the same luxury. How about Do you go something. help Flint just... get some clean water so they can go right. take showers? Like at least we got fucking Jaden Smith trying to save Flint. Like, come on. Like, I, I at least do something with it. Don't just make it your quirky thing. Mm-hmm. Do something about it that really makes it seem like it's worth a damn. This all this high holier than now. I I I'm just clean naturally. I don't need to. Jake Gyllenhaal saying, "Oh, it's less and less necessary for me to wash my fucking stinky ass ball." Like that shit irks me so bad because it comes off so so pretentious and and yeah, I, in tone I guarantee deaf. you they don't even realize exactly. They don't even. I was just gonna say they don't realize how tone deaf it is to say. What's the point? Yeah. The when point you, is, is that people, people who are not no, rich. When you have people 20 miles away from your lovely ranch on 50 acres in California, sweating their ass off in the fucking fields every day to make sure you get your fresh strawberries at fucking Whole Foods mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, that's the shit that pisses me off is they these people, once they get to this point where they don't have to care about everything, they just... They, they totally lose touch with reality. All this shit says to me is these rich people have lost touch with reality. Yeah. I get if you're like, yeah, we just do things a little different, but don't 
don't make it a point and try to make some fucking stupid ass excuse like, well, we don't have a lot of water in California, so I don't bathe my children. That's not, that shit does That's not, not the reason help. why. Yeah. That doesn't That's help. not the reason why. Yeah. Also, you can like. You catching rainwater. Like, do something with your energy that you spend not washing your children. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Also, like, I just. <sighs> Here's the biggest, the biggest, also, like, one of the biggest things is that in our culture, in the society that we live in, being unclean is related to all sorts of negative stereotypes especially for people who are in the minority for black people people of color people who are disabled like being unclean is like a huge like it's a huge thing i can't like use the words but like as a i as a fat black person i can't not if i smell it's a huge thing it's not like when a white person smells right it's just like oh this white person smells when a black person a fat black person smells it's like oh this person is unkempt unclean disgusting da 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 and i can like fat like fat people disabled people people of color we are constantly cleaning ourselves out of fear that people are going to judge us because because it's just one more thing it's just one more thing to be judged about and mila kunis yeah okay there are plenty of people who uh, who grew up without water and not showering every day so did i there was a period of time in my life where we didn't have i didn't wasn't mm-hmm. able to shower every day or launder my clothes every day i had to wear clothes like back to back or every mm-hmm. other day or something like that right like i you know i didn't have that many clothes or anything right. like that but I understand, but I have more money now, right? And, like, my family has more money now and all that stuff. And I still take a fucking shower every goddamn day because I understand the privilege that I have to be like, yes. oh, I don't have to take a shower if I don't want to. And I'm also not talking about people who are depressed, who have mental or physical disabilities, who cannot actually take showers every day. There are times when I am very very depressed and i will go a day or two without showering because i just cannot physically get out of the bed because my mental health is not great i can't imagine people who have disabilities Mm -hmm. who it's who live by themselves and it's extremely hard to take a shower every fucking day because Mm -hmm. of their physical limitations so you have the privilege and the money it's not like you can't pay your fucking water bill to take a shower every day and you're choosing not to not because you want to save the planet not because you care about other bullshit it's because you want to make it your personality trait you want to be someone who is different and honestly this is why a lot of people are sick and tired yeah and this is why a lot of people are sick and tired of celebrity culture because y'all have all this money and cannot come up with anything better to do besides not washing your ass and it's and it is disgusting if you are taking a shit every day you need and you have the money and the availability to do so you need to be taking a fucking shower in america we do not use bidets 
So you need to be washing your ass every single fucking day. Like, this is, like, you know this and we know this and you just want to be a total asshole about it. And also, no one asked. No one asked. No one No one asked if y'all take showers. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. This was so unprovoked. The thing thing that pisses me off about what Mila Kunis says is, like, she's like, oh yeah, it's just a thing now, like, whatever. But, I don't know. I watch a lot of content, like, it's supposed to be, like, uplifting, like, wholesome content. So I watch Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff on TikTok where... I know I always talk about TikTok now, but anyway, I watch a lot of stuff on, on TikTok and YouTube where people just, they, uh, there's this thing on TikTok that I really love where viewers will send, like, donate money just through, like, Venmo or Cash App or, you know, something else or whatever, and the person who who runs the page will gather up money, like, every week or so and go and, and either donate money to someone or buy something for someone or whatever, and so I see a lot of like content like that where they end up speaking to like homeless or disadvantaged um, people or families. And a lot of times, like I watch this one guy in particular, and what he usually asks to like uh, start the conversation with the person is, "What can I do to make your day?" And half the time is people saying something like, "Oh man, I could really use a new clothing item. You know, I could use some new shoes or a jacket or whatever." And then there's another part of people who are like, oh, you know, I'm just so hungry. Like, I could really use a good meal, blah, blah, A lot of times people are like, I could use a shower and a bed. Like, a shower. That's what you need to uplift yourself. You need to feel clean to feel better about yourself. That's why things like when, um, it, this is really common in LA and, and some of these larger cities, I think, on the West Coast. People will have nonprofit organizations that their sole mission is to go out and help these people bathe. They will help help you know people on the streets bathe, right? They will bring trucks where you can go and take a fucking shower in the truck. There's a stall, a shower stall or two in the truck. You can take a shower. They might cut your hair, trim your hair, your nails, or something like that. You know, shave your face or something. That's that's what people need. You need to feel clean, and so so to have someone with so much privilege and so I mean even so much influence, right? As someone like Mila Kunis, right, saying like, yeah, I grew up like that. It was rough, but I don't really whatever. It's just whatever now. Like that's just a big ass slap in the face because if guarantee you when she was growing up and her family, you know, was going through that, that's what they were thinking about all the time mm-hmm. is that they could not let that stuff happen yeah that that it couldn't they couldn't do that and that's that's like i just think it's so fucking tone deaf and insanely insensitive to brag about not bathing yeah when there's so many people who if you asked a group of 10 people on the street i guarantee you most if not all of them would say yeah i would love a shower rate a hot shower Mm -hmm. right now come like come on that's just so wrong to me man yeah I, i can't i can't yeah a hot ass mess white people please stop telling us y'all don't shower because we know <laughs> we know oh we God. know okay wait uh okay so i think on the similar ranty realm i kind of want to talk about hurricane ida because i've been yeah. waiting to talk about this stuff <sighs> yeah okay if y'all um, didn't go ahead go ahead 
Okay, I just want to quickly say I'm gonna bleep their names out, but I'm I want to quickly say oh, yeah, fuck you to Candace Owens and because y'all have been touting a lot of bullshit for the past like year and a half, two years of this whole fucking pandemic and like your whole career, but also like the past like nearly two years of this goddamn pandemic y'all been touting a lot of bullshit even though information has gone out of his way to get rapid tests covid tests for like himself and every single one of his guests for his shows for the past like year and a half or whatever touting all this misinformation and bullshit about covid got covid and then went out and got the best care for covid looking at you and then candace owens getting um getting turned away from a center because of her bullshit and someone for her someone was like on twitter talking about how like they shouldn't have done that blah blah whatever and i was like first of all and a lot of people were saying like you know what first of all it was a private company it wasn't like a cvs or anything else that turned her away it was a private company that she was going to that denied her of telling her that yeah denied her all that stuff and second of all yeah like everyone's been saying homegirl can go down to the cvs to the walgreens to the rite aid or whatever and go get her a little drive-through um covid shit um for whatever reason like i i have been very much of the mindset for a while that um I'm not about the, if you go low, I go high. I'm going lower. We are both going to hell. I do not care. I do, like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, you don't get to be babied and all this stuff just because you have a big platform and you're telling all this misinformation. All of you who took that goddamn horse tranquilizer bullshit and then oh, now you're in the- the dewormer. Yes, whatever. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it, but horse dewormer, not horse tranquilizer same thing because y'all in the hospital anyway for the shit and taking up beds for people who have covid or the people who have cancer and like all these necessary surgeries Mm -hmm. and illnesses and stuff and they can't they're getting turned away from the hospital and their appointments mm. move months and months back because covid is so fucking this delta variant and all these other new greek alphabet fraternity sorority fucking variants are just like running through people like crazy and it's just like y'all this has been the best case of self-serving bullshit we've ever seen i think in a very long time in at least this country like this whole individualism bullshit, this whole capitalism bullshit is fucking us up right now. COVID is not going to go anywhere for a very long time because of People the individualism. Yeah, and the self-serving bullshit and the capitalism and the government literally not doing anything. When the CDC said that the girls didn't have to wear any mask and then talking about well if you're not vaccinated then you should still wear a mask girl really and everybody was like hey um that's not gonna happen people everyone's just not gonna wear a mask that don't make no damn sense and then they turn around like i didn't think that like everybody like people weren't gonna 
Like, well, do you not live want, in America? They didn't want people to find out that you could function without a mask again and then have people say, well, CDC's just spouting lies. They're forcing us to do this. Blah, blah. That, that's, I think that's what happened with that. Was they wanted to give people something and then it turned into this. Now it's like nobody cares about the mask anymore. I mean, yeah. luckily, I've been seeing more and more people putting their masks back on, thank God. But, I mean, you have to, we had to enforce a mandate all over again in, in Chicago just to do that. Like, Yeah, they're uh, not doing that here. I like, I, yeah, it's a hot-ass mess. So, yeah, that's my little COVID rant. Yeah, so fuck everyone mm. who's been spreading misinformation. And, yeah, fuck and Candace Owens forever and ever and ever in a day. Um, I can't wait to hear the beeps on this. <laughs> and, and yeah, um, yeah, I'm probably not gonna. I'm gonna only mute one of their names because their stands are crazy. Who? Yeah, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. But yeah, yeah, that's all I had to say about that. Um, yeah, Hurricane oh, Ida. Oh Jesus. Well. Okay, I'll give Celeste a little mental break while I get into my natural disaster obsession discussion. Um, yeah, so I, I think, you know, by now most people heard about Hurricane Ida and it's very interesting path of destruction. I, yes, like yeah. literally fucked up the eastern seaboard. <laughs> really, really <laughs> odd that that happened. Okay, so here's the thing right so last week i i will preface this again by saying i had a very unhealthy obsession with natural disasters growing up and when katrina happened that was all i thought about for like two years it you're also crazy. like from florida so i feel like that kind but, of makes yeah, sense i mean but yeah but I, i'll have to go into this whole long story that i don't want to get into because i know i'll talk for 30 fucking minutes straight about a damn hurricane but <laughs> anyway um <laughs> so yeah so so i heard about ida kind of stirring up in the gulf and i was like oh crap you know it's like august middle of august is always when hurricane season starts up and it always seems to be like last week of august or so when a really major storm for the season comes through so I heard about Ida and I was like, oh crap, it's going to sit right over New Orleans. And all I could think about was Katrina. If you don't know, Hurricane Katrina was the most destructive hurricane to hit New Orleans in like a hundred years, basically. Um, there's, there's been some very like, uh, I guess, prolific, you call it storms uh, in the past. I think like Hurricane Betsy was one in like the early 1900s. And there's been others every once in a while, but Katrina was one that, um, it wasn't just a hurricane, right? Yeah. Well, the the unique thing about Katrina, and I'm gonna kind of go mm -hmm. back to Ida in a minute, but um, the unique thing about Katrina was Katrina devastated New Orleans. The reason why you see New Orleans as a changed city as it is today is because of Katrina and what happened in 2005. So, basically, if you don't know. Katrina was a very powerful storm. It was category four and five, like, which is one of the strongest storms you can get. And when it hit the Gulf areas of like Louisiana and Mississippi and even like Alabama, it just tore through everything. The worst part was though, the rain and the power from the storm was so powerful. It broke the levees that hold the water back um, within like Pontchartrain. 
And if you have, if you know what the state of Louisiana looks like, you know it looks kind of like a boot, but there's a big chunk out of it on the right hand side. That's because that's Lake Pontchartrain. The Lake Pontchartrain is, oh man, I don't even know how how long it is. I think it's like, uh, don't quote me on this because I'm gonna be wrong. But it's like at least like a, it, it's a huge lake. It's like mm-hmm. one of the biggest lakes in the South, basically. Um, but the interesting thing is. Uh, New Orleans is built right up on Lake Pontchartrain and New Orleans itself sits right at or below sea level. So because they had to build these levees, which are basically just like flood walls that line the perimeter of the lake, they had to build these levees and they built them really badly in the 50s mm-hmm. because this was like part of the, um, I think like part of like Eisenhower's way to like, you know, reboost boost the economy again after the war and after World War II and everything. So they had all these um, infrastructure projects and stuff like that. And so the Army Corps of Engineers had this huge project to build these flood le- uh, these flood walls around New Orleans for the lake. They did a shitty job, and so the levees failed. And the worst part about it was most of the city officials knew that the levees were weak, and the state knew that those levees were weak. They did nothing for years to repair or reinforce them. And so when they broke, unfortunately, the lower income neighborhoods, so like Ninth Ward, Seventh Ward, um, is some of these other uh, communities that lived along the lake, in like the you know the underserved uh, portions of the city, they were hit the worst. There was floodwaters that came in straight from the lake, up to 20, 30 feet high, totally engulfed houses, swept them away, people drowned. People got trapped in their attics. They died from heat exhaustion because they couldn't, you know, get fresh air in the attic. And it was crazy. It was, I mean, just massive destruction and death and disaster. And to this day, there's still parts Mm -hmm. of the city that have not been rebuilt and Mm -hmm. probably won't be rebuilt for a long time. Yeah. Because they just were totally abandoned. So anyway, so all that stuff happening and there's a lot more pieces to it where it's like a political side of things and things with like FEMA and their shitty response to it and you know I could get into that but I choose not to because <laughs> that mm-hmm. would make me talk for another 30 yeah. minutes but um so going back to Ida I see Ida coming up and I see the reason why there's so much attention on Ida initially was because it was going to sit over New Orleans and just spin and Ida was bringing a lot of water and a lot of rain which I mean usually hurricanes do that anyway but um I think the, the problem can be the speed of the storm. If the storm is a slow-moving storm, that's a good thing because it allows people to evacuate and make better choices with how they want to deal with the storm, like reinforcing their house and windows and or like, you know, finding alternative shelter and things like that. But the bad thing about that is the storm will just sit over an area and just dump rain and rain mm-hmm. for hours and hours and hours. And when you have these, these houses that aren't like brick and mortar or just, you know, like newer construction houses they're just not built to withstand that type of stuff so yeah. if you got this wind and rain hammering it for 12 hours straight stuff starts to give way and it becomes a situation like roofs getting torn off siding getting torn off signs getting pulled up from the street and yards and stuff and all these projectiles and things flying around so it's obviously very dangerous so luckily um i had hit new orleans and it didn't do too much damage it did collapse a few buildings obviously ripped some siding off of things the winds were very strong 
to the south of New Orleans, so like on the south side of Lake Pontchartrain. So there was a lot of damage down there. But I think it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Now, the interesting thing about it was the storm then said, okay, well, fuck you. If y'all don't think you take me seriously, I'm going to move my ass up across For real. to the eastern seaboard, like like Celeste mentioned. So this is where the crazy stuff happens. This is where I think most people started catching on with what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Philadelphia was underwater. New York City was underwater. Who are some of the other cities that were hit? I can't, I can't think off the top of my head right now. A lot of places um, in like the almost midwest area like the tennessees kentucky yes right like yeah. those areas were hit pretty bad as well like just a lot it, of rain yeah it dumped so much rain so the, if you look up hurricane ida you'll probably see some pictures from like either new york city or philadelphia philadelphia had like 20 feet of water in some areas 20 30 i, I mean even up to like 40 feet of water in some areas mm-hmm. where an entire interstate portion leading into the city was just a lake you couldn't even see it yeah so it took them like i think like 48 hours to just to pump the water out like 48 hours straight of them pumping water just to get rid of it rivers overflowed any city on a river or um you know some large body of water basically had some some severe flooding and there were a lot of deaths because of that um unfortunately i think at least like 50 or so Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know about that though but um yeah i just i mean the crazy thing too was it also spawned up some tornadoes in new jersey and new jersey is not a state that gets tornadoes and so you had a lot of people not only were they unprepared for you know a tropical storm with that amount of rain to come through they were unprepared on how to deal with the tornado so you have all these i'm seeing this stuff on tiktok too you have all these videos of people just standing there filming this tornado as it's running right through them and coming right through their community. And if you've lived and grew up in New Jersey, never seeing a tornado, mm-hmm. you know, what, what else are you going to do but be mesmerized <laughs> and fascinated and then be like, oh shit, I don't even know what to do. Like, what? where do I go, right? Do I stand outside? Do I go in my house? What if my house collapses? So you see a lot of like damage and injuries and stuff from people just like being totally unprepared for something like this. And I think the point I'm trying to make with all this is don't fuck around with Mother Nature, one. And two, don't assume just because you live in a particular area of the United States that you're protected from something. Don't assume just because you're on the East Coast that you're not going to experience an earthquake like you would if you lived in California. Don't assume if you live in Chicago that you're not going to see... Uh, a hurricane mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean like th- this is the type of stuff I'm talking about like yeah. I, I think it's just especially nowadays because yes. with the I, climate I change I this is what this is mm-hmm. that's what it is so there's a lot of freaky shit happening if, if you think about it like you know even the seasons are, are either more extreme or more mild which is like not good like mm-hmm. but I would just say like be prepared for anything please take some time to read up on you know just basic like survival stuff when it's stuff like situations like okay what to do a tornado uh, what Mm -hmm. to do in an extreme uh thunderstorm or hurricane or earthquake whatever like just at least know the basics of that so you're not standing outside with your phone while there's a fucking tornado spinning up down the block and then you get hit by a fucking two by four because you wanted to record it like don't don't be that person yeah and i'm not saying like 
see if anyone, you know, had an injury or something from that, that they're like, you know, bad person or dumb person or something. I'm just saying like, don't put yourself in that position. It's not worth it to, you know, film something like it's not worth it. So <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, no, I 100% agree. I, I think cause, um, yeah, I think also cause we live in like, like I'm in Virginia, so like hurricanes are like fairly normal, and I lived through like Isabel. Like Isabel was like the first hurricane yeah. I'd ever like gone through, and that was pretty devastating for the area that I was living in. Oh yeah, like my it dad pretty was up there at that time. Yeah, really like it pretty bad. much like ripped out like the beach. Like they had to like mm-hmm. rebuild the beach. Um on like the chesapeake bay and like i also like didn't realize like how like so isabel hit like the hampton roads like pretty hard but then when i came to central virginia like people were like oh we got a lot of rain but like that was really it and i was like we were literally devastated (laughs) like people were rowing boats in the street and like everybody in northern virginia was like yeah, it was just raining a lot. I'm like, damn, that is insane to me. But I, yeah, it's interesting. It's like a weird snippet, but I remember because my my parents were separated at the time, and we were still down in Florida, and my dad was up in um like the Hampton Roads area, um pretty much like around where Celeste is talking about, um and he worked for the Daily Press, uh, at least like a, a local like semi local newspaper. It's just distributed within that. Virginia Beach, uh, Hampton Roads area, but um, <laughs> when the storm happened, he got this like commemorative shirt. I will never forget this. I thought it was so wacky. He got this like commemorative shirt, and it said "I survived Hurricane Isabel," and on the back was the front page from the Daily Press, like the day after the storm rolled through, and it was just like destruction. Like you would think mm-hmm. that this was like a like an area in the Midwest that got hit by like an a fucking f4 tornado or something mm-hmm. it was crazy like they everything that was in that that shot on that shirt or whatever on the front page um of that newspaper was just leveled and that's like really unusual for the east coast but but again it's it's one of those things where it's like you have to expect the unexpected especially now with like climate change and everything because there's so much crazy shit happening you, you just can't yeah you can't predict anything clearly yeah so like in high school we had a earthquake yes yeah i remember that i will never forget that because in that moment i thought transformers were real and we were gonna (laughs) die because i had never experienced an earthquake before that was crazy were you like in school when that happened? I feel like you were no, in school. No, I wasn't. Like, I think it was maybe like a school day, but I was home. Yeah. Or maybe it was like a half day or something. But I was home. I, I was at school because I think I was at band practice after school when that happened. I think it was like mm. three p.m. somewhere around there. Maybe, yeah, it was like sometime in the afternoon. Yeah, and I was like freaking out. Like, but my like mom and my brother were like somewhere else they were like driving and um they came back and I was home alone and it happened and I Mm. legit thought that 
someone or something had came to earth and was about to was finna pick up all of oh, us yeah. like <laughs> and my like my mom came back home with my brother and i was like did you feel that and she was like what are you talking about and i was like something happened like the earth was shaking and like things were falling and she was like nothing fell and i was like i am not crazy turn on the news and then the news was like yeah there was an earthquake and i was like and she was like, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't feel it. And I was like, well, too bad. Because I that did. And it was the worst. I missed it. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. Love so I agree. Like, there's just, like, the ocean just... was on fire, like, three times this summer. Look, oh, I I know a lot of people don't take, like, climate change seriously. Um, because they don't believe in science but like it's very evident and if you don't want it i feel like we're at a point where if you don't want to see what's going on around you then you're just not going to yeah and i don't blame and part of me doesn't blame you because more knowledge is not power it just sucks <laughs> like it yeah, just it's, it's very depressing it, knowing yes <laughs> yeah so yeah, but I would take that. Yeah, I agree. Take it seriously. And, you know, I would say learn how to deal with different natural disasters as much as possible. Like, where do you need to be when there's like a tornado, like in your home? Right. Like, what's the safest place? Or, you know, if the water is out for like days on end, like you can't have clean water or hot water or something like that. You know, like, what are the things that you need to do to prepare yourself? Like, the other day, I finally bought, like, a flashlight. (laughs) Like, I haven't, like, had a flashlight ever since I've, like, moved out of my parents' house. Yeah. Like, on my phone, sure, but I don't have, like, an actual battery-powered, like, flashlight. And I finally bought one. Like, shit like that. Like, because when the power goes out, I'm like, damn, like, there's no light, like... I have candles, but not always. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, just... I, I would say, yeah. think of it like this. For, I think, every region, at least in the United States and maybe even Canada, every region has that one natural disaster type of element where you feel very well-versed and, like, very prepared if it were to happen. So if you're on the West Coast, obviously, things like earthquakes or... Um, uh, wildfires and things like that are very uh, common. Like, take that same bank of knowledge that you know on how to deal with that and apply it to these other natural disasters that may affect other regions of where you live because it's just as important. Like, for example, there was this huge flood that came through in Europe and I think Belgium and Germany and the Netherlands and some of the surrounding countries around there, they were devastated by these floodwaters, but that it was like kind of unprecedented. But, you know, everybody knows about a flood. And, you know, I think a lot of people were just unprepared because they're like, oh, that would never happen here. And then it happens and you, you have no, you, you can't even like fathom what's going on. Right. So I would just say, take, take some time get a little well-versed in a little bit of everything. It might sound crazy. It's like, oh my God, yeah, we're going to get an earthquake in Florida. Sure, right? Don't don't think like that because <laughs> mm-hmm. at this point, anything can happen. And also, I would say, just take a second to chat with your family and friends. You know, they might think you're a little kooky, but, but make the point. It's like, look, think about all this crazy shit that's been happening all over the U.S. that's 
hasn't been happening before, right? Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, I think uh, this was very long discussion about a lot of things we've been like heated about we're supposed to be talking about like positive stuff but i it wasn't like necessarily positive positive. no i said we should have talked about positive stuff oh but there has how much positive shit has been going on in the world and in our lives um yeah let's let's try to think of like a a positive what's got you hot yeah, I do have a positive list. But before we wrap up, um, okay, I wanted to mention one last thing. Um, so I've been on TikTok recently with oh, begrudgingly. Yes. Um, but I I've been enjoying it. Annoyed her enough to to create a TikTok account. Yeah, you and like everyone and else, literally. Yeah, I guess. I've been watching... Okay, so I have, like, a couple of observations about TikTok, and then I want to get into something else really quickly that, like, I realized... Well, okay, anyway. Um, A, I used to not really understand why people say that they could just scroll on TikTok for hours, but now I get it. And I think the biggest reason is that TikTok does not have the time on their app. Like, if you go on Instagram or Facebook oh, or YouTube or any of those play- other, like, websites, and even in, like, Instagram Reels has the same issue, you can scroll on Instagram oh. Reels forever because there is no time shown on the top I of your phone. I never thought about that. So you can scroll forever and you will not know what time it is. The other thing, too, with that is you always get a random video yeah sure you might get a yeah. few in a row that are in like a similar vein or like maybe even a couple in a row with the same people yeah but you're you're always getting something fresh and new and you can scroll endlessly that's the other yeah. thing it's like you don't have to stop and then go and search something else and then go through there like like with youtube yeah right? but yeah you can just scroll and scroll and scroll and not even realize and then after a while you've watched 100 videos Mm-hmm. yeah even though they have those little like hey like you've been scrolling for a while Ugh. like videos which you can like totally skip it's not even like an ad where like i skip them un- immediately yeah exactly <laughs> so well, like, you can you. totally do that um so yeah you can definitely so i get why people can scroll for like hours and hours um what was the second i don't know my i guess another thing is that i do enjoy the app I do. I think it's fun. I think it's also really great to see so many different kinds of people. Yeah. Like, I think when you're on Instagram or a lot of these other apps, it's very easy to just stay within the community that you're in. Whereas mm-hmm. with like TikTok and um, Reels, I feel like it probably isn't this way. Well, maybe a little bit, but... Yeah, with um like TikTok, it is very easy to find all sorts of different kinds of people. Like a variety of different kinds of people. You don't always see like the same kinds of people. Um it's not maybe right now for me it's not like super curated cuz I just started. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I do like the diversity on tiktok like it's just people doing shit and 
I don't know. I don't know if maybe it's the community or the people that I am seeing, but like everyone is very interested in like their individuality and just being Mm -hmm. who they are and coming as like who they are. So I do like that about the app so far. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think, um, I think it's interesting because I talked to my mom. My mom uses TikTok a lot too. A lot. My mom uses TikTok a lot as well. And she mainly uses it as like entertainment, but I kind of like the educational aspects of it too. Like I I learn a lot of stuff um, on TikTok, but what I'm saying about my mom is like, she will tell me like, oh, I had to clear my, my likes and stuff, or I, I made a new account, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why are you, why do you keep doing that? And she says, because my for you page or, you know, the main portion where you just scroll and see random stuff, she goes, my for you, my for you page gets um, very curated. And it's to the point where it's like, without a fault, the same content, just a different person. And so I'm like, well, you know, I think that's just because you're only liking certain things, right? So for me, I try to make a point to like a variety of things. Like if something makes me laugh, I will like it. Um, Unless I go on their page and I realize they're a Trump supporter, then I will block them and unlike it. But, um, you know, if if it makes me laugh, I'll like it. If I learn something, you know, I have an aha, like, oh, wow. If I, you know, I'm interested in it, I'll like it. I try to support anyone apart from racist and Trump supporters, um, and anti-vaxxers, but <laughs> I, I try to support anyone in general who is a supportive person. I will support their work. And that kind of keeps my for you page, like really, um, exciting because I, I do still get random stuff that I wouldn't normally come across in any other sort of app. And I, I think that's really, um, to me, it's like one of the best qualities of it. It does have its like downsides where it's hard to search for specific stuff. Um, and it's hard to track uh, people. Like if you like something like two weeks ago and you're like, oh man, there was, I saw this TikTok. It was so funny, blah, blah, blah. I can't remember when I, you know, I know I liked it around two weeks ago, but I don't remember what it was. You have to search and search and search for it. And it's really um, kind of sucks in that standpoint where it keeps things so freaking random it's hard to track stuff a lot of the time but um yeah I I really like it too I find that I learn a lot I find that I you know like I was saying earlier I see a lot of uplifting things I see a lot of stuff that helps me with my self-confidence and body positivity and black culture just you know feeling more in tune with those sort of things like I think it's just super valuable in that sense yeah yeah I agree um yeah, I guess so something that I also was like um watching on TikTok was this um or I've been seeing a lot more of is um people talking about Wife Swap, the TV show mm-hmm. from like the early 2000s on TikTok and like just going over like, you know, kind of like parasocially like watching the show or whatever yeah not just controversial episodes but just like going i mean i feel like every single episode is a controversial episode of white white swap that's fair yeah they made a point of doing that but um yeah but if you don't know wife swap was a show on tlc because obviously tlc would have the (laughs) trashiest 
most like terrible like shows of all time on their um Wait. on their Wait, was um it shows. TLC because yeah, because there also was a show that came out at the same time called Trading Spouses, which was the same premise. It was just a different show. And I, I thought that was the one that was on TLC. Maybe I'll, I don't know. Maybe. I'm pretty sure Wife Swap was on TLC. I looked it up. But yeah, you, you're probably right yeah. about that. But now I'm thinking like Trading Spouses was like the slightly less horrific version of <laughs> Wife Swap. I feel like they didn't push limits as far as Wife Swap did. Mm, yeah, fair. I looked that up though. Um, but yeah, Wifov was a show in which two families would like apply, and the they would swap the wives for like two weeks, and for the first week, the wives would live by the family's rules, and then the second week, the wives would come up with new rules for the family that they're living with and they would have to follow her rules and on paper that sounds interesting because um you know you can take two different people who are living different lives and you know swap them and see how they like fit within like other people's lives and see where the commonalities are and things like that on paper that sounds great did you want to say something? Well, I just, I just had a point. Um, yeah, I was right. I was right. Cause I was like, I thought these were both network TV shows. So why swap was on ABC starting mm. in 2004 and trading spouses was on Fox starting in 2004. Mm. But the difference was, um, trading spouses only lasted for three seasons. Wife swap was seven seasons. And I think that's because wife swap was a lot more controversial. Yeah. Okay. Why did I think it was TLC? It's, it's a very they it's might a, show reruns on TL, on uh, TLC because I, I think a lot of um older like network reality t- shows end up on on networks like uh, okay I feel like yeah because it feels like a TLC show it feels like some shit TLC would do but yeah I guess it was on ABC my my bad um sorry about that yeah um so yeah I've been seeing people doing like um like talking about it on TikTok and it has been fascinating a lot of it is um like the parenting stuff especially when it comes to like wife swap um because and just having that like discourse of like what these people are doing within their like homes and their families and like talking like in just using kind of like the you know, the 2020s discourse of, like, how we, how much of that sentiment has shifted and changed and how, because of social media, we talk a lot about, um, you know, like, our, like, mental health and uh, just, like, social issues a lot more now and, like, and just kind of, like, reflecting on that show. I find that so super, super interesting. A couple of, there are some families that are, really crazy one of them someone was talking about one of the families um one of their they were like super religious and very strict about like their children they had like all boys i think they had like four boys or something like that and like the boys weren't allowed to date 
or to have like any social interactions with like other kids or like especially girls and um they were homeschooled and mm-hmm. just like all of this like crazy stuff and um i think in like a few years ago i think back in like 2016 2017 one of them murdered their brother their younger brother and their mom yep and it was just like cra- and it's crazy to like watch their episodes back and like and knowing like what's going on like now and it's just like yeah like you can and this discourse on like how like people can like snap in those kinds of environments and stuff like that um there was this one family that only ate raw food like raw meat raw like raw everything and they were like yeah we're so healthy and like we're totally fine and it's just like girl no no you are not like and just like the crazy crazy stuff and then like just um there was this like family there's like this black family that was like very much into like health and wellness and being successful and all of these things and um and they have like two little kids and oh, bless their hearts and like they're the parents were like um i think the parents were both in the military and so they were like very military oriented very you know like um very much about like behavior and you know like Mm -hmm. manifesting like the things that you want and you know and being you know tangent it's just it's giving capitalism like in 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 that way but like in a very sad way like it was just like they didn't like like their kids didn't have any fun right like their kids couldn't eat like processed sugars and stuff like that right like and that leads to like eating disorders and stuff like that right like you don't have any you're not learning balance within like food groups and stuff like that and then you don't have any balance in like your social life like you can't hang out with other kids socially and things like that and then like you know the parents are like very much about like fitness and um Mm -hmm. and you know like in capital means as a way to like be happier and you know very much about like you have to be successful and success in monetary ways right like it was just and just like a lot of those things there was there's also like there was also this one episode where this like very liberal um like kind of hippy dippy sort of family like had to like obviously like go to like a very like republican um very you know rural like midwest type family and stuff like that and they swap places and um and things like that and just like that episode was also kind of crazy because the husband of like the the more like republican like they hunted and like they had like deer mounted on their wall and like birds you know like Mm -hmm. um what is the thing called stuffed and stuff and and all that crap and like i was gonna say ventriloquist (laughs) no not ventriloquist what is it when you stuff your dead animal what the fuck is it called 
Taxidermied. <laughs> Taxidermied, yeah. I was like, what is that thing called? I did the wrong yeah. arm movement, obviously. Um, yeah, and like, but he was like weird about like um, the 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 wife swap mom because like she was she's very pretty and like thin and like blonde and stuff like that and he was like yeah i would like have i would love to have her as a wife bruh i thought and homegirl was like homegirl was like after i was like it's been 10 days and i want to strangle him (laughs) i was like jesus christ yep it was so funny the juxtaposition like he's like oh yeah she's great blah 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 she's like yeah. he is so disgusting i hate him yeah and just yeah it's just like all of like it's just so interesting i mean this is just like a fraction of um of these families and like what happened and definitely wife swap most definitely egg them on for sure for tv like for sure like but um but yeah, I that was so interesting to me. I would love to in the future like maybe us do stuff like that where like we like watch TV shows or something and just kind of like dissect yeah. and like go through um go through like what just kind of like the dichotomy of like all of these shows and like the relationships and stuff like that like the thing is i don't really be watching a reality tv show like that <laughs> reality tv like that yeah, I so that i don't know these days um i think the thing you just watch one after the other Mm-hmm. the only thing i've been watching recently that's like kind of new is my unorthodox life on netflix that oh, show yeah. very I have a lot of things to say about the people on that show. I'm not going to go into it, but I have a lot of things to say. And they're not all nice. <laughs> but I just I just find it... But I think overall, I just always find it... Especially reality TV shows that are about rich people. I just find it so interesting how all of their problems literally don't matter. So tone deaf. So tone deaf. Like, so ugh, he brought the wrong kind of coffee again. Oh my god. Like now I need to go get my own coffee. Like this is the biggest waste of my time. Yeah. Like hate that. Like the conflicts are not really conflicts. They're not like there's an episode most of them, right. Of unorthodox like my unorthodox they go to so it's like fashion week in like paris or whatever country or city oh my god i just (laughs) wait wait hold on i just thought about that um america's next top model clip where they had to do the teleprompter challenge (laughs) and that one girl was like have you seen that scene where they have to do it they have to read off a teleprompter the models have to read off a teleprompter and that one girl she's struggling and she goes it's fashion week in paris can you say magnetic because the prompter said magenta and she couldn't read the word so she said magnetic oh no girl she was just nervous and then it said um i don't know it's just anyway that's just what no that's funny i'm gonna be quiet now while you tell me i'm sorry yeah no but like yeah so they um yeah they went to fashion week and she took like the mom who's like the main 
person in this whole show. She took like the family there. The whole family is staying in like a 13th century castle and like castle, not hotel, castle. They have the whole castle to itself. Ridiculous. Um, to themselves. And like it's not like a rundown castle. It has like all of the things in it. And so yeah, and so what happened? Oh, so like the oldest daughter got invited to like one um the mom got an extra ticket to like one of the fashion shows. And the oldest daughter got the ticket and the oldest brother was like I kind of want to like I want to go like I've never been invited to go but I want to go I want to like try new things or whatever and the oldest daughter's like well no you're not gonna ever get a ticket because it's mom and I's thing and I'm like oh my god she sucks (laughs) I was like no she sucks. I would love to talk no, about I it. No, I know. Her and her husband suck. Yes. I've seen one episode and I can't stand him. He sucks. Oh they my suck. God. Whatever. They suck I like so the mom. bad. I like the youngest daughter. Yeah, I like the anyway. mom. I I like the youngest daughter, but she's like all over the place. I think yeah, it's, I think I for, tell. I think maybe they, I think honestly the TV show has made it that way. I don't think she's as all over the place as she probably is like it seems to be but i don't like the way that like she's portrayed but yeah the oldest daughter like i don't know there's things that i understand but there are some things that i'm like you have all of the privilege in the world and all you do is bitch and i'm not saying Mm -hmm. that like you can't and that your life isn't hasn't always what it's cracked up to be but y'all have been rich and wealthy and well off from day one even before your mom got divorced and all this other stuff and now y'all are mega rich your father lives in a huge ass house like it's not like y'all haven't y'all have never had any money or anything at all whatsoever i understand the culture is different and it's hard to like step out of that and stuff like that but like man like but this is like, yeah. But anyway, rich people having reality TV shows just always boggles my mind because y'all be using uh, yeah. and saying shit that don't make no sense. Rich people are not allowed to use the term frugal. <laughs> because That's why? So true. That's so true. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, wife swap, TikTok the girls it's been a good time i'm enjoying myself um i would love to know if y'all have any shows that you would like for us to talk about um yeah that would be really fun maybe we can do a series on the show and talk about them um like maybe like once a month or so or maybe we'll do like a i don't know but (laughs) yeah we'll like talk about like a show or something um as like a yeah, segment just yeah mm-hmm. yeah just send us any suggestions um i i'm open to anything um you know if y'all really want to hear our commentary on stuff yeah fair <laughs> i you know because i'm sure like if you make a suggestion you know how we're gonna react to a certain thing anyway fair. so i guess if yeah. you want to get a reaction out of us and this shit that's gonna piss us off <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I don't do scary <laughs> shit. Like, I don't know, like, American Horror Story, no, like, blood and gore kind of stuff. Like, I can I do, like... zombie like, stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't do... Yeah. Well, I think... Okay, well, I, I have a feeling that if we do get suggestions, it won't be, like, just any old show. Like, it'll be something, like, for a specific reason, not just yeah, because fair. it's a good show or whatever. But yeah, but I'm just saying... Say whatever. Yeah. Say whatever. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I can... I don't do blood and gore. If it's, well, it's if it's giving, like, Game of Thrones seasons one through eight and not... not seasons one through seven and not eight, then sure. Maybe, <laughs> but um, I can do a little bit of that. I will just watch through my the cracks of my fingers. But past that, yeah, um, like nothing scary for well, me that at show's least. Pretty, pretty gory. So if you can handle Game of Thrones, I'm, I'm sure. You'll yeah, but it, Game of Thrones isn't just the gore, right? Like and like the sex scenes or whatever. Yeah. Like it's like an actual like like show on like it's like a political like commentary show on fantasy show like <sighs> that show was so good and then they've ruined it of course was yeah yeah uh, r.i.p to game of thrones just let him finish writing those damn books anyway no um, what they okay real quick sorry i know it's been oh. like two hours but <laughs> i just want to like first of all i have not watched the last episode and at first it was because of laziness and then now it's just a protest because i can't believe that they fucked up the show so bad i absolutely love that show i've rewatched it like twice um except for like the last season they what Here's the thing. Fine, George R. R. Martin did not finish writing the books, but he gave them an outline of how the books were going to wrap up and end. The problem is, is that um, the Double Ds, Dan and Dave, whatever the producers' names are, they decided that instead of watch, re, um instead of creating a coherent story with the outline that George R. R. Martin gave him, gave them, they decided to constantly play chicken with the audience. So every time we would try to guess what was happening or to hypothesize what could happen, they tried to one-up us. And that is yeah. not how you make a good story. Now, don't nobody talk about Game of Thrones anymore, except how much they hated the last season. Right. What a reputation yep. to destroy. And they're like, we don't care anymore. Because, of course, everyone in, like, the industry and the people that are around them don't care. But the rest of us do. And then they went on and did some other thing that I, I heard flopped or whatever. Or is not good. So yeah. I just, like... It is sad that game... And you know who pays the price the most? The actors. Who actors. literally have nothing to do with anything. They're just playing a part. And they get shat on the most. So, yep. yeah. So, fuck... I mean, George R. R. Martin, whatever. Like, I mean, you're an asshole anyway. But, like, honestly, fuck D&D. Because, like, that was really, really fucked up. And the writers who actually had a say and if you're like a sub writer i don't know how the writer hierarchy works but if you're a writer and you like really 
advocated and they overpowered you, I'm so sorry because you probably had way more ridges in your brain than the rest of the people who came up with the script and the storyline <laughs> and completely destroyed the legacy of Game of Thrones. Game like it's extremely sad and I have no faith like after like after that ended i was like i honestly don't have faith in hollywood anymore yeah that that really messed me up for a couple weeks yeah it's not even it's not even really about like it's just like such an investment you Mm -hmm. invested in the story and obviously a lot of people watch the show and never read the book so it was just like you never really could tell what was going to happen but you know as each season went on it got better and better and then it got to the point where it's just like they just stopped trying for what like you got bored or you wanted to do your own thing and then you got mad when nobody liked your own thing so you said fuck you like i i just think that's crazy but anyway yeah. we should wrap up now it's over two hours I- <laughs> if you're listening forever. this long at this point we're just on the phone with each other i think yeah pretty much yeah i mean we're just this talking. is what we do yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, we do talk for like hours on the phone just about random shit like this. But um, I will start. Um, I do have a what's got you hot, and it's kind of a positive thing, and it's actually about me. Um, just Yay. for the last few weeks, I, oh, I'll give you space to put in what's got you hot. <laughs> Bam. Okay, so <laughs> so you know, I just over the past few weeks, I've been really trying to. I'm about to bring up TikTok again, FYI. Mm-hmm. But I've just really been trying to um, be more unapologetically myself, if that makes sense. Like, be be me and and get back into doing the things and, like, um, exploring the things that really helped me, like, kind of, like, improve my self-identity. Um, because I feel like I've there's been, like, this lapse of time where I just haven't really focused on myself and so I'm starting to get back into that again I'm starting to like just enjoy things more um I got my nose pierced which was kind of a weird like random decision but it was something I knew I wanted to do for a while I just you know never got it done but it's so funny because I came across on TikTok this filter that you can add it's like an effect that you can add to the camera where it gives you a little like digital piercing on your nose it you know tracks where your nose is and it gives you a little piercing mm-hmm. you can change the type of piercing on it and i got this little stud one on my nose i was like what the fuck that's actually really cute i was like damn i think i can actually pull off a nose uh you know a little nose piercing or something and i was like fuck it i'm gonna get it done i'm gonna go and you know i i used to be the person who would do like spontaneous shit like that and just be like i'll deal with the consequences later if there are consequences and most mm-hmm. of the time things would work out really well for me i've you know, knock on wood, I've had good luck with random decisions like that. But yeah, I'm like really happy about that. I'm trying to like dress more, um, well, I guess less like how I think people would want to see and more like mm-hmm. how I know I would want to see. And that has all also been um, really freeing. And I also have to thank TikTok and like my friends like Celeste and like my mom and people who just... Um, you know, kind of hype me up every mm-hmm. once in a while. And, I, and you know, we have these, like, really engaging talks where we talk about things like that and how important it is just to feel comfortable and, and how you look and what you do and, you know, and, like, putting on makeup more often and not, not to cover anything up, but just kind of, like, accentuate my features and stuff. And 
not feel so plain Jane, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and stuff like that. And it's just like little things that I've been tweaking in my day to day that have been making such a freaking crazy difference in how I feel overall. And it's just really, um, it's really exciting to be, uh, feel like I'm back, um, exploring things and like trying to get out of my comfort zone and trying new things because it's always great to like, you know, discover new stuff about yourself, discover new interests and discover, um, you know, new feelings and things like that. So yeah, I I feel, I'm feeling uh, really good these days. So (laughs) it's a good change. Oh, that sounds good. I'm glad that you feel that way. Like, yeah, like it's always when you have that, like, those like glimpse of like oh like I'm actually feeling pretty good about myself you're like oh okay Mm -hmm. like this is what that feels like so yeah I'm glad you're feeling like that more and I hope that continues and stuff like that and you're in a place where you know things just feel good more thank you yeah so I love that um my what's got you hot I have two things um I will try not to talk too long um (laughs) First, just taking breaks. I know we talked about yeah. in the top of the episode that about like our break and stuff like that, but like honestly, like I mean currently right now we don't plan on taking another break probably until like the holidays. Um unless like something drastic happens, but uh but also like just in general, like in our lives, like minus like the podcast, like just taking break from like work or school or just like shit that's going on in your life yeah social media just like taking breaks normalize taking breaks because life is hard and i know that like maybe in the past or like in previous generations and stuff like that people didn't take breaks and now they're like overworked and unfulfilled and sad and just taking it out on like the entire world and it's just like i don't i know like this is like a privileged position to be in to be like i want to take breaks and being able to go and take a break um but yeah if you can take a break take a break seriously like um especially like if you're a person of color especially if you're a black woman like take a break if you can this world and the world that we live in is very taxing extremely taxing if you can take a break take a break this week i this week i took the rest of the week off today's labor day i don't go back to work until like next monday and because i needed a fucking break i hadn't taken a break since march and like I like even for my birthday granted my birthday was on a Sunday but still like I didn't take any breaks for like my birthday um or anything like that just because I just a lot of shit was going on and I was just like you know what I'm like really fucking tired and I need to like clean my apartment but also like I just need to chill I just need to like literally not do Mm -hmm. anything at all whatsoever and so I'm actually not even getting paid this week except for today because it's a holiday but I took unpaid time off and I have a lot of privilege in being able to do that like I I can still pay my rent like I like I still pay my bills and stuff like that I'm totally fine but and I'm grateful that I'm able to like 
take all this time off and not have to be like, oh, I have to use my PTO because I like, you know, don't want to fall behind on bills or anything like that. I'm very grateful that I'm able to do that. But also like it part of me like does make me sad because it's like people should be able to take breaks and not have to like worry about right where shit is going to come from. Like, you know, like it's just too much. It's too taxing. Like, so yeah, like take breaks if you can, if you are stressed, if you're hearing this and you're stressed out and you're just like, Oh oh my God, like, I don't know now the future 10 years from now, whatever, like take a break. This is your sign or whatever the girls be saying. Uh, And if it's for work, um, you don't have to tell your employer what's up. Like, you don't oh, no. need to tell them, like, I'm just feeling really stressed and blah, 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 and I just need a break. No, I, you can either say, I'm taking a day for my mental health. I, that's usually what I end up doing because then it's, like, no questions asked. Like, oh, my God, okay, yeah, whatever you need sort of situation. It, I, or I assume my bosses are usually pretty understanding with that. Um, and I think in work culture these days, like, people would rather be on the right side of things. If you're saying you're having mental health issues, they'd rather yeah. be on the supportive side than the, you know, whatever, suck it up side. Um, or you could be super vague or, you know, if I, if mm-hmm. I'm feeling very vague and it's like, I don't even know why I want to take a day off. I just want to chill. Say, I just need a personal day because then that tells people like, okay, they got errands to run. They got something that came up that they need to take care of. Or, you know, I'm just being, I'm taking a personal day. You don't have to, you don't owe them an explanation. If they're fishing for answers, that's like a red flag, big ass mm-hmm. red flag. Your employer should not be in your personal business. That That's just like a given. If they're yeah. fishing for answers and trying to, you know, oh, well, if you're sick, you need a doctor's nose. Well, fuck that. Like mm-hmm. th- you don't, you don't owe them anything and you deserve to take time off. If, if you have it and you're able to, you should take it. It's like notion of delayed gratification works in some ways you know like holding off on things and saying if i can just get through next week then i can do this mm-hmm. or if i can just wait till january then blah blah, blah. don't do that to yourself if you don't have to mm-hmm. because shit is so crazy right now life is fucking short obviously and things can change overnight clearly with covid think about how things were last march for you right mm-hmm. um things can change overnight and you don't know what your situation is going to look like at that point where you're trying to delay things so if you need it and you're feeling like that celeste is totally right you need to just take it and you know deal with whatever potential repercussion is later because putting stuff off just because you think you can hold out a little longer that's not healthy yeah, agreed. And if you don't do it now, your body will make you do it later when you when it's exactly. the least convenient for you. Exactly. You do not so, want to yeah. you don't want to end up in the ER. That's all I'm going to say. Mhm. <laughs> yeah. I know that firsthand. You don't want to go to the fucking hospital because you're too stressed and you have your body just shuts down on you. Yeah. And then my last thing um to wrap it up is I Signed up for this organization called Be The Match. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it is... I should know what this is, but I'm pretty sure it's a bone marrow registry. Yes. And okay. I signed up for it in college. And 
they actually recently sent me um some emails to um redo my swab because oh they um something about some like virus or something not the covid but something else some other virus and they just needed to update the registry so okay i'm gonna go do that um i like being a part of this registry a because there's not a lot of black people on like honestly on a lot of registries just because there aren't enough resources to have us on these kinds of things like people aren't going out to our neighborhoods or the places that we go to to get us to like you know donate and stuff like that also black people just don't when it comes to medical stuff black people just do not trust kind of shy away from it yeah that kind of stuff but yeah not everyone but and It's it's a stigma yes and with with like re it's reasonable because like look at henrietta Lacks and like all these other black people who have had their bodies um like worked on and stuff and stuff taken from their bodies and used medically and without their knowledge or anything like that without any compensation and stuff like that so totally totally understandable but i um yeah so i finally i got my um kit to like re-swab i would highly i will leave the link down in the show notes but i would highly suggest looking at it and they i think because of covid now they will just send you the kit um in the mail and it's just like two like little like cotton ball toothpick thingy not toothpick cotton swab things that you just swab in the inside of your mouth for like 10 seconds or something like that and then you just mail it back to them they have all of the like post stuff on it and all that they have all the directions and stuff like that and you're part of the registry and um if you do get matched by someone they pay for everything hotel food hospital stays um i think they even comp like your your um your wages for however much how many days that like you'd have to take off work and stuff like that so it's virtually free for you to do it and you'd be helping someone out there isn't a lot of um people of color on these kinds of registries so i would highly suggest that if you like to donate blood or plasma or maybe you're looking or maybe if you don't like donating, like, blood or plasma, stuff like that, like, this is probably, like, a good way for you to do something like that. Um, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's just a really good cause. And, yeah, it's be the match.org. I really like them. And they're, like, really informative and stuff like that. And, and yeah, it's been a while. I think it's been, like, five or six years since I, like, registered with them. So... I'm glad. Yeah, that same. They... Yeah. yeah, I'll have to get my kit, my kit, uh, updated. I gotta make sure my emails are up to date. I guess. Yeah, yeah, cause yeah, they sent it to my email, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize that I needed to like do this. <laughs> so I was like, all right, send it to me, <laughs> so I can do it. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, yeah, that's all I got. This has been a very long episode. <laughs> Yes, yes. Very long, but I, I think it was fun catching up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I hopefully somebody at least enjoyed us rambling for two and a half hours. But 
again yeah. uh this was the slight sarcasm podcast i'm amber i'm celeste that's celeste as always we want to thank you all for listening we do encourage you to take a look at our social media which will be linked in the show notes along with um all the links we talked about earlier um the the be the match uh links and things like that um and you can also email us with questions or suggestions like we mentioned earlier if you have something you want us to talk about or a show to watch or something um that email is the slight sarcasm podcast at gmail.com so yeah thanks again and we hope you join us in the next episode bye bye